Good afternoon. Welcome to episode 12 of the Dead 3 Coaching Podcast. I appreciate uh, you spending time with us here over the next 20 minutes. And um, we're going to just jump right into it here. I'm going to make sure, though, that we keep this to about 20 minutes. If you could just do me one favor, if you could just like, share, um, you know, comment on this on whatever channel you are um, on. It's always appreciated. And we're going to just jump right into it. This is our Friday episode and we're getting it out a little late. But I uh, do appreciate all the support that we've received through the podcast. We've got some new things coming up in the next week or so that I've been working on. I'm excited to share those with you as we complete those. There's some uh, software and some technology that we're taking advantage of that will really help the podcast and the content and the other things that I'm interested uh, in doing and providing and creating for you all and for myself and for the teams that I work with. So it's really going to be uh a uh, great couple weeks creating some of this content that we will then be able to distribute out uh, to you all. Uh, with that, I want to just jump again right into it on some things that are happening or at least top of mind, and we'll see where this conversation will take us today. Uh, but I had this happen in the past day, uh, 48 hours or so. Wanted to share it. And um, what what language do you allow your team to use when talking about um, what they're doing, how they're doing it, their team, their teammates, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And there's a number of different ways we can go down that. This, this happened yesterday and this isn't the main point of this conversation, but it's kind of top of mind as we were working with some people yesterday, you are, you are always building and always, you are always building your culture. We'll just kind of leave it at that. I know we've said that before. I know that's kind of a theme to all this. And I've talked with people about, you know, uh, building culture and building language and building standards and um, and building accountability and all this sort of stuff. Right. And all that's important as you're building any sort of team organization, whether that's athletic, professional or whatnot. But I, what happened yesterday was. You know, there's you, you've always got to acknowledge it, you've always got to see it and you always need to uh, hold people to a high standard. And it's okay to stop what you're doing and to recognize and acknowledge it. So let me give you this example. And it's a, it's a sport example, but it's relevant to the professional world and what you're doing with your teams. We had a workout yesterday. We have a new player that is working out with us, new athlete, um, been a part of the program, but new to the, uh, the, the, this team, like our varsity team, right? Fairly new to it, right? And as we're kind of working through, a lot of what we're going through is new to him, brand new right? And he messed it up and that's okay, right? He messed it up. He's learning really great kid, great um, attention, really wants to be great, really skilled, really disciplined, really, um, you know, wants to, you know, has great uh, goals and standards in and of himself, right? We're trying to help him reach different levels, right? Over the next couple of years, but he got involved in the, in some of this work, right? And, and, and did not, did not execute. And you could say he messed it up, right? And so we go down and, you know, the, the veterans, as we call them, you know, the upperclassmen, people that have been around, they continue with the drill. And as they do this drill and they start doing the things that he was just trying to do, I just didn't take my eyes off of him. So yeah, just imagine this. He's on the baseline. There's eight other people on the baseline. There's the four other people he was just involved with that are now on the baseline. And there's five other people now doing what he was being asked to do. Right. And so what was important to me was seeing how the people on the baseline, the people not involved in the drill, 
how they would respond to him, what they would do. So here's what was interesting. And this there's a point to all this, and it is important for your culture, your team, your environment outside of the athletic arena. So one person went over and talked with him. One person, nobody else. Talked to him about what to do, how you're doing, what, you're, what we're trying to accomplish, et cetera, et cetera. It was important. So the other team came down. And here's, here's, there's many things to unpack here. I think there's many things, but I blew the whistle and stopped everything that was going on in the gym before it ever got, uh, before the other group ever had a chance to kind of do what they were doing. And here's why the reason I blew the whistle then and why I do it professionally and how I'm going to pivot this back to the conversation of your professional teams, you got to figure out what's important to you. You got to figure out, like, I just got out of this great webinar. And, and here's a side note. I got out of a webinar where it was talking about the difference between coaching versus managing. It was hosted by Ed Molitor, who's a friend of mine out of Chicago, runs a podcast called The Athletics of Business. It's a great podcast. He's a great human being, great individual, great mentor. Uh, love what he's doing. Love his content, uh, everything. Like, and if you are, go connect with uh, Ed Molitor on LinkedIn and uh, subscribe to his podcast and uh, get get immersed in his content and the free webinars that he does, right? So we, but it, we stopped this. And as I was kind of thinking about that, um, that idea of just stopping, there's never a time where it's not appropriate to go and build your culture, your environment. When you see something happening, right? It's, it's, uh, we're again, I'm going to circle this back to kind of coaching and managing and your culture and all that, right? Just to kind of hit on that point from the webinar I was just a part of. But I, that was a great time for us as leaders, as coaches, as mentors, to, to continue to hammer home the point of what we're trying to build. The idea of he's on the team, he is important, he is valuable, we need him to contribute, maybe not this year, maybe not right now, but definitely over the next three years. And then what does that look like for him when he's a senior? So we had one person go over and really work with him. The other ones didn't. And so we kind of got after everybody, right, of what we're building. Because there's certain, you know, people, there's certain positions uh, there's certain responsibilities. There's certain um, uh, standards and accountability that we have for people that have been around the program for a while. And so they weren't living up to what we're all about. They weren't. And it's okay, right? Because you're you're in this, and I, I kind of appreciate it because it's a learning opportunity. It's a teachable moment to take kids and say, this is what we do. Here is why it's important. This is why we're different. This is why we work together. This is why it is important in our values of what we do and why we do it. So it, you, if you don't see it, stop it, correct it. What you get, what you tolerate, you get. You get what you tolerate, I guess is the phrase, right? I, we don't tolerate that. We don't tolerate somebody on our team not being 
coached, not being improved, not being developed, not being felt important, not feeling like he can't contribute, not feeling like everybody's after him. Like, yeah, did did we get after him? I don't think we got after him, right, when he messed up. You can't really get after him because it's brand new to him, right? So what does that do with us in our professional world? If you're a leader and you're running your teams, you've got to figure out again, you've got to go back to, to, to episode one of our podcast where we talk about really building your team and your environment and your culture and your organization and your company built on values that are at your core. That is who you are. And then knowing what your values are and holding people to a certain standard on those values and then being accountable to those standards and those values. So you've got to start there. So when we start there and we know it's an easy decision for us to blow the whistle and say, you all on the baseline aren't holding to the values of service, of sacrifice, of encouragement, of togetherness. And I would even say maybe a level of toughness of doing what's right and doing it all the time, which is a toughness thing. So they weren't able to do that. So there's our, like I, like I can recite our values, right? And we're accountable as coaches and leaders to those people. And so your professional team, when somebody doesn't get something, when somebody drops the ball, when somebody doesn't know something, when somebody's out in public and uh, given a presentation or doing something where it doesn't go according to plan, do you leave them out there alone to mess up again? Do you as a leader coach them up? which is appropriate, which is 100% appropriate? Or do you have an environment and a culture where we serve one another? We sacrifice for one another. There's a togetherness that it's not him messing up. It's we, that's the thing we have to get across, right? As I kind of talk this out is there's a togetherness, right? I was in that webinar with coach Molitor an hour or so ago. And the you know, this idea of um, shared suffering, shared ownership, shared accountability, you know, shared wins and losses. You know, those aren't all uh, his words, but just things that top of mind, right, for me. So it's a togetherness of, man, you all just, like, yeah, he, he may have looked like he messed it up, and he did, but you all messed it up. Like, it's a we thing. So how can you get that level of ownership across your entire enterprise where somebody is sitting there that's brand new, being asked to do crazy things, things that they may not know, but they're so eager that they'll just jump out and do it no matter what. And then if it doesn't work out right, who coaches them up? Is it only you? Is it only you as a leader? Or is it everybody? Right? So I think that's really important, man. There's, there's just leadership lessons and stories every single day. That is not a sports story, right? It is how we are as leaders, how we are as teammates across an entire enterprise of, you know, of holding people to those values and making sure that we do it. The other story that I wanted to bring up that happened is, you know, and we're trying to get through this in 20 minutes instead of the 45 or so and make these a little bit slimmer uh, for everybody. But th this occurred the other day and I, and I, and I immediately, it was a podcast episode for me. And I'm always kind of hunting for these stories, right? There was a demo at our at at where I work the other day, right? There's a demo, 
and which means they're they're showing off. Hey, we're going to do two weeks worth of work. We're going to get this stuff done. And then when we're done with this work, we're going to show it off to a to a group. We're going to videotape, record it. We're going to get it out there. It'll be online, et cetera, et cetera. And people can watch the great things that we did over the past two weeks. Right. And it's awesome. Like the, the teams I work with and what they do for a living and how smart they have to be and knowledgeable and how they work together and how they problem solve and the stuff that they're building and the solutions they're providing are amazing. Absolutely amazing what they do. Right. But as I, we were going through it and I was silent with this, right. It's also the idea of, you know, maybe a podcast of, you know, figuring out how you really stay in your lane and when you can get out of your lane. Right. Um, and, and when, when, when you uh, want to speak up, right. A, a crowded room with a bunch of people that is being recorded may not be the right place. Right. And it's nothing, it's nothing bad. It's just, you know, things that I'm curious about. And I'm not saying I'm right on this. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm curious, right? It's uh, I'm, I, I'd like to start a podcast on the leadership lessons of Ted Lasso, right? Which is a great show, but um, it, this, you know, be curious, not judgmental, be curious. Now, so I'm just curious on this. I'm not judging anybody, but I'm curious on the language here. I've, uh, I've got written down in my notes. I don't believe I'll do this this year. I'm not sure I'll do it any year, but I, if I were to ever write a book, it would be called the language of leadership, right? There's a language to leading and inspiring and motivating and moving people beyond themselves, right? That, that great people have, um, there's words that they use. So we're given this demo, uh, in the past day or so, right. And two of our best, two of the best, right. And two of the best people and best uh, engineers I've ever been around, right. They were busy over the last 10 or so days. So they may not have knocked out a whole bunch of work, but they're, they're like, they are, they are rock stars at what they do. Right. But there is, but when they started to demo, right before they started to demo, they both said the same thing. They said, this is not that exciting. This is not that sexy. This is nothing too big that I'm about to show you. And I was curious, not judgmental. Love that. Love that line. Love that line. I was curious. I was like, that's interesting language, right? And so one, one, one of our, one, one guy went, gave this demo and it is what it is. You could say it was not that much. You could say it was amazing, et cetera. Right. It, it, internally. Right. Or you could go to this. And then the second person went similar language, similar language. This isn't great. This isn't sexy, much like so-and-so it's kind of like that. It's not going to be that great, but here it is. Here it is. Right. And so the next day we taught, we had, you know, a uh, kind of a conversation. I thought about that a lot over that 24 hour period. And that may not burn anybody. And it really didn't burn me that much. And it didn't burn me that much that we had a young athlete, not know plays, not know what to do. It burned me that we didn't have a culture of improvement and a culture of I'm here for you, a culture of service, which we're continuing to build. So that, that burned me. These great, great, great engineers that are doing this demo didn't burn me, but I was curious. So the next day I was talking with folks about it in a meeting. And I said, hey, the coach in me just wants to, and I thought about it for a while. And I was like, do I bring this up? Not bring it up. Is it that important? Not that important. Do I stay in my lane? Not stay in my lane, et cetera, et cetera. Right. What, like, do I just, but, but I start to kind of shake a little bit about that. And I typically have something to say. I do learn, um, I've learned to stay quiet on many things. Right. But if I'm asked, I'm going to 
say something. And, and the question came around to me, Hey, anything top of mind, George? And I'm like, well, not really. We've discussed a number of things, but then it came back to, Hey, the coach in me just wants to say this, which elicits some smiles and some, maybe some eye rolls, right. With what I do professionally. And I said, Hey, we had a demo yesterday and our team is elite. This is essentially what I said. They're really, really good. They are the best. And we are building a team and people and products and process and uh, uh, releases that will, that are just marveled. I don't know if that's the right word. Marveled across the company and across the industry. We are the goal. We, we should strive to be. We are the gold standard for what we do. But yesterday, or whatever day it was, we gave a demo and our two best players said it wasn't important. It wasn't valuable. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't that cool. And I said, I just have a problem with it in that everything we do is significant. Everything we do is meaningful. Everything we do is valuable. Everything, because we are recording this. It could be potentially played by CEOs and CFOs and CTOs and all these C-suites. It could be watched by anybody. And the excitement and the urgency and the contribution and the problem solving and whatever it is, is exciting. And it should be by everybody. There is nothing that we do that isn't significant, isn't worth celebrating, isn't worth acknowledging because that's the environment and culture that we have. Now, it's not that big of a deal, right? It isn't. Now, you could say, you know, maybe if you're listening to this, it is a big deal. Maybe, you know, George, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. It was, it, it, it was a big deal to me and I wouldn't have done it on the spot and I wouldn't have done it in a back room or anything, but I just thought it was like, hey, Every, I think we need to be people that when somebody, I think we need to be leaders so that when something happens, we as leaders, so imagine that's the story and I'm, I'm going to position this a little different. That's the story from these great engineers. What if when that happened and when the demo was over, we as leaders stepped in and said, Hey, so-and-so. I know you said this, but I actually see a lot of value in that. And I know that you're also doing X, Y, and Z to do this, this, and this, that maybe you didn't demo. And I know you had a great 10 days and all that, but the, even though this may not seem that significant, it is. And here's the, I, and I appreciate the work, you know, et cetera, right? It is valuable, right? And how would that have made, maybe that person, how would that have made that person feel? Right? And then we go to the next person. This isn't that cool. It's not that sexy, much like so-and-so's. I'm just going to show it real quick. It's what I worked on the past 10 days along with some other things, but it's not that great. And it'll be real quick demo. Demo's over. Hey, I think that's amazing what you did. I think it's amazing. Now, you know, and it's valuable, right? I don't think you ever want to position it like you want everybody in that room. One, as a leader, you want to have, and as a coach, you want everybody in that room to know that you, that you stand beside them, right? That's a phrase from the webinar that I picked up or I've heard that before, but I didn't just pick it up. But this idea of, Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leading from out front. I'm not leading from behind. I'm leading. I'm, I'm leading by your shoulder. I'm right next to you. I'm all in. It's you and I together and I'm leading. And you know what you just built, 
you may not think it's that cool, but I see, I see value and significance and the contribution to our product and how it helps customers and how it does X, Y, and Z. And now you're right beside them. Right. And I'm not it, like, it, it's, it, it, it's a small thing possibly, but I think it's a significant thing. Those small, like the, you know, devils in the details and paper cuts and thousand paper cuts and all this sort of stuff, they all add up. You know, the word that I keep hearing today in the past 24 hours, just on different fronts, right? Um, the, the For whatever reason, things that I consume, the content I consume and the conversations I have and just about trust and connection. Kind of buzzwords in the past 48 hours, trust and connection. So if you're going to develop this culture and environment of trusting one another, being connected to one another and doing great things with and for one another, that's a small thing that just builds that bridge. Is it going to build the whole stinking bridge on one? No, but it's another, it's another deposit. As they say, it's another, Hey, it might not be a $20, $100 deposit, but it's a, but it's a deposit. Nonetheless, what you are doing is significant and valuable and important and it solves problems and it pushes us further along. And I know you're doing other things, but this was great. Right. And having them feel like that guy's with me, that lady's with me. This is awesome. Right. So I think there's a lot of value in that. So it was kind of this two thing of two, two, two stories, 20 minutes, but I wanted to hit the first one because you, you, you get what you tolerate. And we're in an environment where we are never going to tolerate anything outside of our values and how something is built and how we're continuing to build it. It's never built. It's always under construction. It is always under construction. It is never finished. If we feel like we've got this great mansion to live in, we're always building the next room. We're always building the next room and we're never there, but it's the journey. Like I enjoyed that learning and teachable moment with our athletes because it got us better. And we had many throughout that day, actually, that workout. The coach that I worked for had a five, 10 minute rant, which was really valuable. And it was as valuable as doing anything else of running plays and getting ready for a game and et cetera. It was a 10 minute conversation or a five to 10 minute conversation about our values. And our kids didn't even know it was about our values. It was about work. It was about toughness. It was about togetherness. It was about sacrifice. Those were the thing, like those are our values. So you have, you, you, there's no better time to do it than when you see it. So when you can correct it and it's called a teachable moment. So what do you do professionally with your teams in that regard? Do you sit there with your teams in that regard and let it and tolerate it and let it slide? Or do you use that time to take the teachable moment and to get people better and get your team better, get your culture better and get your wins better and get closer to winning, getting closer to polishing the house. And then on the other front was just the language that you use. What we do is significant, right? Like, but let me give this last example. I'm over 20 minutes here. We're getting ready for a game tonight. The last time we played this team, it was a 47-point win. It's a brand-new team. Brand-new team. And we're playing them today. And we played a team this past week where we lost by 10. One of, and they were rated the second-best team in the state. 
or the, the area, right? And the point is this, the 47 point win is as significant a win as the, the effort and maybe a one point win against a rival. So you put the value in all of that. Even if your best players don't play like all that, you do you diminish the value of a 47 point win and your starters don't play and all that. And you're letting guys that never get to play. And it's not that important because no, it's valuable. What they're doing is important. So you acknowledge it, right? There's nothing that we do that is small. There's no win that we get that's not significant. There's nothing that we develop, release, deploy, sell, cars, shoes, whatever. Everything is a win. And we celebrate it as such. And the and then as leaders, we have to make sure we celebrate it. So I know that's long-winded. I know it's a little bit longer than 20 minutes. Not much longer, but definitely shorter than 45. And we really appreciate um, all the support of the podcast. Uh, there's some new stuff coming out here shortly. You're going to be able to consume more content and get leadership notes and get videos and do, if you're into the basketball world, to get access to some basketball-related activities. So there's a whole lot coming in the next two weeks. We're working on it. It's going to take us a bit to get up because it's uh, significant. It's a lot. I'm excited about it. It's a lot of content. We hope that you'll consume it and subscribe to it all. But please um, like, share, comment on this on LinkedIn here. And have a great weekend. And please reach out to me if you want to strike up a conversation about any of this. Thank you. Have a great weekend.